Hello everyone, my name is Craig Sims and you're listening to Searching for America. On this show every week we're going to be exploring what's going on in America, the things that divide us, the things that seem to be coming up from the roots and the things that are exposing themselves now. There's a lot of things happening on social media. You know, there's still a lot of things happening around the world. Terrorism is still going on. The country is divided over politics, over social things, and the internet seems to be explo exploding that even more. So I like to talk to everyday people, but professional people, people who think about these things deeply, things, people who have an opinion about these things, an educated opinion, working professionals. And today I'm talking to Chloe, and I'm so gracious for her to come in. I feel that she's a very well-spoken, articulate, a brilliant black woman, and I just want to get I want to get her take on some things. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Chloe, for coming in. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a new experience, so I'm excited to share and see what value and input I can provide. Yeah. Great. And I know that you know, you know, I know you're, you're out in the world and you're on, uh, obviously you're on the internet. Who's not on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am on the internet for sure. <laughs> so you, you, you're, you're hearing these things, you know, we got cancel culture going on. We've got the Me Too movement. We've got um, the, the, the vision over the politics. There was a riot at the Capitol. I mean, these things are going on. We don't stop our lives for these things, but that, that sets the tone. That sets the climate for the world. I mean, what is your thoughts in general about, in general about the, how the country's going? Ooh, that's a very loaded... <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Loaded question. Well, I feel like we're moving in a direction where we're kind of moving away from solid values, so to speak, mm -hmm. and... Um, Values that may not pertain to everyone, but just core American values. And, um, you know, what are those values? I think it varies between, you know, each person and their experience. But just the value of being able to, you know, say what you want to say and say it and not get, you know, reprimanded for it. Um, the value of being able to you know, go out and do something freely and have the liberty to do that without somebody telling you what you, you know, can and can't do with, you know, within boundaries and things like that. So um, I think we're just moving in a direction of you can't do anything without somebody telling you, you you're wrong without mm -hmm. having a discussion on that, you know, just have agree to disagree, you know, everybody's um, disagreeing instead of agreeing to disagree. And do you feel these values are, are these the values that you personally hold? Or do you feel like just the country in general, sort of like we're on board with a certain set of values? I think we're on board with a certain set of values that are no longer um, a core set. I mm -hmm. think everybody's got their own differing, differing opinions, but there's mm -hmm. no standard, if that makes sense. There's no standard for everybody to go by, so everybody just you know, mm -hmm. goes by their own standards. And I have, of course, my own standards and values that I live by mm -hmm. that I feel like, um, you know, personally, you know, everybody as a whole, not just mm -hmm. staying with, you believe my values, no, of course not. But there's, I think there's certain core values that are, should be set in place that say, hey, this is, this is what we live by as American citizens and this is what we go by, as opposed to, 
your truth is, <laughs> you know, your truth or your what you believe is whatever you believe. Well, where's the standard? You know, where's the standard? Right, at? right. So it sounds like you're saying we're all over the place. We're getting away from a unified uh, yeah. version of that, and it almost sounds like you're saying that that's not necessarily the best thing for the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of division right now, and. I think the greatest thing that holds the countries t- together is you may not be, um, do you want to be right or do you want to be unified? Mm-hmm. And I think that we just need to get unified and that's not where we're at right now. And do you think that, there, is there any positive in what's happening now, you know, even though we have, we're experiencing some sort of, some division and turmoil, mm-hmm. do, you, do you see anything positive about what's happening? I do. I think the cool positive things that I see is that people are very much more expressive than they used to be. Um, now there are some things where they tell people that so you can't be this expressive, but I think there's more of a, you know, a familiarity or more of a transparency now. Everybody wants to be very transparent, which is good because I think that breeds, um, you know, open communication and people being, you know, really real with each other instead of not saying the things that need to be said. Mm-hmm. So I think there, there are some positives there where people actually get to, you know, express themselves the way they want to express themselves without the mm-hmm. fear of, um, you know, somebody saying, well, you know, you can't do that. Well, these days, you know, it's depending on, you know, what culture says you can or cannot say, people, are, I feel like people are more expressive than they used to be. And where did this values come from? Is it, is it, is it, based in any particular belief, the values that you were saying that the country that we're unified in and no longer? Um, I think the core values initially came from what was being taught in schools and the family unit, whereas now that's being more spread out to social media and the internet, and which has a big impact on people's views because a majority of people are scrolling, they're on the internet, they're on email, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook. So it's really more so now what those media outlets are telling you is valuable is what people are saying, this is what I value. This is where I put my personal beliefs and my choices instead of looking to, I think, more concrete things that aren't going to change. Because with social media and the web, these they're ever-changing. The values are always differing they're always there's here's the standard well this is not the standard anymore this is the new thing that's out whereas before um it was what here's the values that my family has set in place here's the values that i'm learning in school and that's all i've been exposed to where now there's so much exposure to different outlets and various sources is that that's why i think it's ever changing and that there's no standard of values so uh, yeah the internet has been around for i i i won't put a specific date on it, but close to at least 15 years, maybe longer, mm-hmm. the internet, and the social part of it is probably probably more of an aspect now yeah. than before, whereas before when it began, it was more of a business tool to get the word out, exactly. things like that. How do you think the internet has affected mm-hmm. how the feeling, people's feelings in, in America? I think it's connected people, but I often hear that it has disconnected people um now don't say that again mm-hmm. what do you so so do you think the internet is has the internet been a good thing or mm-hmm. has it been a positive thing or a negative things in terms of 
of how we live in America? I think there's very little regulation on the internet, a regulation of ourselves mm -hmm. more so. So there have, there have been many positives in terms of, like I said, mm -hmm. connecting each other, but mm -hmm. um, we kind of disassociate mm -hmm. mentally and you know communicating with each other by putting that in as a plug. So mm -hmm. I think that it's done more detriment than help. There are its positives, but I start to see more of this, um, you know, I see teenagers kind of all, they have kind of the all same characteristics and traits and things where, because they're all being exposed to this one thing, this one thing on TikTok and this one thing on Instagram, mm -hmm. and they're all seeing this one thing all at the exact same time. So we're seeing over time, they're all kind of meshing together. So, right. um, so in having, yeah. and so instead of having, I think I hear what you're saying, so having an individual culture and right. experience that is unique to themselves, the internet has made them almost dictated a single culture. Yeah, it, yeah it's yeah, I, w I would say that because mm -hmm. I remember growing up mm -hmm. in social media was there was the prevalence was just mm -hmm. it's exploded since I was younger. Mm -hmm. I mean, I see it's just exploded. Mm -hmm. It's just very different than the world I grew up in when mm -hmm. it was just, you know, coming out Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat was just on the peak but now it's so much more it has so much more of an influence on these mm -hmm. on people adults mm -hmm. than it did years ago so i'm just seeing more mm, more of a disconnect yeah i would say speaking of your background mm -hmm. tell me about your childhood and where you grew up yeah and how, how was how was that experience so I grew up, uh, I would say, typical suburban family, residential. My grandmother raised me from the time I was little. Um, she was a nurse, and so she impacted me in wanting to, you know, pursue biology and med school and things like that. And uh, we lived pretty well off. We didn't really want for anything. We had, you know, I feel like every middle class family has those times where, you know, you have your low points and your high points. Uh, but I felt like we had more high points than low points, so we did really well. We didn't struggle uh, too much financially. Um, she did very well for herself. She put me through school. Um, I uh, predominantly went to private schools from the time where I was in first grade all the way through 12th grade, mm -hmm. and then I went to a private university um, and then graduated, and now I am in outside sales. So mm -hmm. I didn't grad. I graduated originally with a biology degree, but mm -hmm. as life has it, you transition, do different things, yes. and so now I do uh, outside sales. So was the plan to become like a nurse or a doctor or go mm -hmm. into the field? Yes, the plan was to become a cardiothoracic surgeon at the mm -hmm. time, and I just saw a lot of my colleagues, people graduating, that were super, super passionate about mm -hmm. that. And I was in school for seven years at the time. Mm -hmm. By the time I saw, you know, different peers graduating, and I just thought, I'm just ready to start my life mm -hmm. and, you know, get going. And that's what I decided to do. I just transitioned out and mm -hmm. started to move on to better things. Now, what what made you want to go into sales? That's a <laughs> that was not that's the original thing. <laughs> route. Yes. Yeah. So I, when I was in college, mm -hmm. I had a lab technician job where I helped out a lot of students mm -hmm. and um, just really came out of my shell so to speak had to commute had to learn to communicate and talk with people and I really enjoyed that I uh, thought I wanted to go into teaching 
knew that wasn't going to pay very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought, why not do the med school route? But as life has it, I took a gap year, started teaching, um, and then just through a series of different events, went into jewelry sales, mm-hmm. you know, when COVID hit. And I realized that I had a really good, I had developed a really good skill set because I graduated, took a teaching job, really mm-hmm. good skill set of communicating with people, um, just really being able to work a room and uh, doing sales and working at sales and I thought I think I have a greater income potential and I'm limiting myself so why not go into sales which I knew buy people are always mm-hmm. gonna buy and sell mm-hmm. um, and if you have a skill set why not use that mm-hmm. to you know add value to other people's lives so that's what I did I was specifically looking for a role in sales most people aren't but yes. um, yeah, I'm an introvert at heart, so. <laughs> you discover, so you discovered your ability to communicate and, mm-hmm. like, as you say, work a room. That's a very particular thing. Right. So what is it about sales mm-hmm. that motivates you the most? Is it oh, one, oh, is it one being able to communicate mm-hmm. and with people? Is it the drive to make more money? Mm-hmm. Or is, is it a challenge to, to get to hear that yes when you're hearing that yeah, no? It's, yeah, it's, um, I would say it it's a it's a game mm-hmm. it's a it's a challenge that um, I like that I have something that a lot of people don't have that I wouldn't even say it's a natural ability ability that I just I learned it and I you could just pick up something and then apply it mm-hmm. into so many different areas so I do like the fact that with sales um, I wouldn't say there's unlimited income potential but you really get to determine you know your paycheck in sales sometimes depending on your commissions and where you work and things like that mm-hmm. but I love the people and then just being able to add value to other people because ultimately that's you know you're a salesperson some people think sales you're so pushy but really mm-hmm. you're a really good a master at sales mm-hmm. finds a need and fulfills that need mm-hmm. and makes sure that you know that person is satisfied with that and that's a really good feeling to have to say I have I have added value to so many people and I'm going to get compensated based on mm-hmm. the value that I add to people. So you add a lot of value to people, you'll get compensated off of that. So I love that. That is, that is amazing because not everyone can, is for sales. Sales is a very particular thing. It's challenging. And if you're not naturally, you know, it's interesting you say that you're introverted. Because right. I, I do find I do find that, that that combination does happen where you're naturally introverted, but when it comes time to do something, oh, yes. you, you 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 just open up and, yes. and I get that. Yeah, I think you yeah. I had to open up my mind mm-hmm. to uh, just not I was really tired of being afraid of people. Um, mm-hmm. I got to a point to where I I was so afraid and so mm-hmm. scared and I just said, I'm tired of being afraid, so I'm going to start doing something that's going to start doing the things that I'm scared of. That way I can get used to that Mm -hmm. feeling. And even now in my career, I still Mm -hmm. have to, I don't want to do that. I'm scared. But I know that the outcome and the value that I'm going to Mm -hmm. add is going to be greater than my fear. So I just, I just push through that. And um, like, I don't, I won't say it's not for everybody, but Mm -hmm. I think if you're willing, you can learn you can learn that skill set and, and use it for sure. So you don't have to be a natural at it. Mm-hmm. You can you can train you can teach yourself. You can actually become that that mm-hmm. good salesman. Mm-hmm. It, you don't have to be born as a salesman. Right. Like and I and I'm reading a book right now. I can't remember what it's called, but 
it just talks about how um, you know some people have natural ability and that's great and they rely on that but I feel like that people who have to learn the skills or work a little bit harder or more uh, sometimes do better because they rely on a system and if you rely on a system that's proven and in works then that's what you rely on and then you can kind of you know do your own put your own spin on it but right. as an introvert I've had to learn how do I talk to people how mm-hmm. does this work how do I communicate and natural people it's, they can't teach anybody else how to do it so right. if you can right. teach it yeah hey you you got it you know did you have anyone just sitting here mm-hmm. realizing how how accomplished you are professional not everyone takes this path. There's people who meet challenges in life, people who have a tough life, people coming from backgrounds that have to overcome a lot. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's people in there where they live or where they grow up, they mm-hmm. don't see many examples of how to become successful. That's true. Who did you have in your life around you that, mm-hmm. that you saw that? Because everything you said makes sense, but right. it doesn't happen for everyone. So That's true. It, don't you have to see that? I would say you, you do and you have to look past yourself. Because I had my grandmother who worked, I mean, she worked so hard to get my sister and I where we are at today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just looked at her and um, I just realized there's it's it's not about you, it's, it's past you. So that person's sacrifices mm-hmm. were for you to move on. So I... Really, I just thought about who who am I going to impact later, you know, based on, you know, mm-hmm. making certain decisions and whatnot. You know, if I make decision A, is this person going to be impacted by that decision? Mm-hmm. You know, my success or my failures doesn't just include me. It includes everybody that I'm going to impact and around me. Mm-hmm. So if I fail, I'm not saying, you know, someone's going to fail, but right. if I fail, who, who could I have helped? you know or if I succeed who else am I going to help you know succeed and move on so even if you don't have somebody in your you know your line of sight Mm -hmm. who's like pushing on or to be that example I will say it can be a little difficult because Mm -hmm. that's not modeled in front of you how to persevere how to move on but I Mm -hmm. think a lot of it too is just the decision Mm -hmm. and just being fed up with Mm -hmm. where you're at like I said I was fed up about you know being scared and Mm -hmm. I just decided what can I do to change mm-hmm. where I'm at? I'm going to make a decision that I don't want to do this mm-hmm. anymore. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, start looking. I would look for other examples, mm-hmm. you know, too. Um, but it sounds like the number one mm-hmm. example was your, was your grandmother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Be- sure. Because, you know, there, you know, I grew up in South Central Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I experienced a lot of difficult things, not the worst things. Yeah. You know, I was sort of like in the middle of this you know i wasn't at the top but i wasn't at the very bottom there were a lot of gangs around me Mm -hmm. there was a lot of poverty and i i just know that i see a lot of people hit a hit a hit a wall they just don't know but they don't see that motivation Mm -hmm. was it your grandmother that sort of like set the example for you i believe so she she really instilled a lot of the values that i have today and set the example for me to to move forward mm-hmm. in life. I could have, mm-hmm. I definitely could have deviated from that. There were times mm-hmm. that I could have, but um, she was the overall theme of, hey, mm-hmm. this is, 
this is why you need to do what you need to do. Right. You know, um, right. and I think that if you can just latch on to someone who who are you doing it for you know mm. someone other than you because sometimes we won't even do things for ourselves but right, right. Um, if you can latch on to someone else's vision mm. sometimes that helps you know mm -hmm. um, I don't know how that was for you but you know mm. maybe if you saw somebody you just have to kind of we get tunnel vision sometimes mm -hmm. you know Focus on that thing. Yeah. Focus instead of the other stuff going on. Focus on that one positive thing or something mm -hmm. that can. Yeah. Believe that you yeah. can. It's there's there's more past that. You know. Mm -hmm. There's more. There's something past. You know, like your situation. Right. There's 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 bigger places than being here. You can't you can't get out of that. How I don't know. But exactly. I'll figure it out. That was yeah. that was my motto. Yeah. I was like, I'll figure it out. You know. Well, it's it's very inspiring what you're what you're talking about. I would like to know, what are your thoughts about Black Lives Matter, the movement Black Lives Matter? <laughs> Just to um, throw that bomb in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there are some different tenets that they have in there, you know, in terms of wanting to make sure that people understand that black lives do matter. Because the whole movement in and of itself is essentially saying we're saying black lives matter because everybody's treating black lives as if they don't. Is that right? Is that do you believe that that was the case that it that is the case or was the case? Um, I think majority as a whole, kind of what we're seeing, like mm -hmm. the pervasiveness, like that is the idea. That is kind of what's being uh, promoted. Is that there's so many black people's lives being taken away mm -hmm. that hey. Do you guys not see that our lives matter? You know, mm -hmm. um, but I think that the organization as a whole, there's probably different holes and things that need to be fixed and different ideologies, you mm -hmm. know, that I don't agree with. But um, I think you have to understand. Um, so you're saying they have a point. Are you saying mm -hmm. that do they have a legitimate? Do they have a legitimate? reason to be out there doing this I, I hear what you're saying about mm -hmm. maybe the, maybe the organization could be more efficient or could mm -hmm. get things together right in terms of their organization but is, do they have a legitimate cause to be out there right now mm, I think the way that certain things are done uh, I would say no now do they have a legitimate cause I can't really say no they don't because of the things that are going on in society. So if someone, mm -hmm. you know, if a group of people get together and they say, hey, this is a problem, then who am I to tell them, you know, oh, hey, this is not, this is not a problem, you know, if that makes sense. Do you as a black woman or mm -hmm. black person, in, you know, feel that racism or discrimination is a major factor in your life, in, in, in and not uh, well, right. obviously you can only speak as an as an individual, mm -hmm. but in general, is is it a is it a, a major issue right now in America? I think a lot of Black people are experiencing racism, but it's like me personally, mm -hmm. and I think it's my perspective too mm -hmm. because I can look at a situation, and this is this happened with a friend and I in mm -hmm. a store the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, she saw a situation one way. She we're, we're both black. Mm -hmm. She saw a situation one way. I saw it a different way, um, because my the way I see things is going to be totally different for how she perceived it. Mm -hmm. And 
she could have said, well, I was being discriminated against. And in my experience, I was like, that seems like a pretty normal, everyday occurrence to me. So um, in my perspective, I would say, yes, it's a prevalent issue because so many black people are saying, hey, this is an issue, this is an issue, this is an issue with me. I'm not going to tell them, well, you know, your reality is false because what you're experiencing mm-hmm. isn't true. Um, so to say that's not an issue, well, that's what that person is experiencing. Mm-hmm. Whereas on my end, um, I, I won't say that I have experienced racism because maybe I'm not, maybe right. my eyes are not seeing it personally. But, but you don't, in your, from your, in your experience growing mm-hmm. up and, and as a young adult mm-hmm. and in your professional experience, so you're saying that mostly that is not something that is part of your experience? Uh, part of me personally, mm-hmm. no. I've actually, and there's different factors that play into this too. Mm-hmm. I've actually gotten, um, I guess, maybe because of all the things going on with black mm-hmm. people too, but I've gotten like more opportunities because I was the black person. Mm-hmm. So I got opportunities in college to, you know, because it's like, hey, this person's black, mm-hmm. we need a little bit more diversity, mm-hmm. let's give this person an opportunity to, you know, either talk about how they receive mm-hmm. scholarship money mm-hmm. or, um, you know, hey, this person, we want to showcase you because you are a black woman and mm-hmm. we don't have that diversity in this company or here and mm-hmm. we need to, you know, show that that's here. Mm-hmm. So even if it is, you know, how some people say like the token black person, mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm... Do you think that's a, that, yeah. that that is a real thing or or? Oh yeah, that's a real right, thing. Okay. But I think you know we should, as black people, we should yeah. take that to our advantage because mm-hmm. you know if they're using that to diversify, well, I'm I'm going to take full advantage mm-hmm. of that because that's benefiting me and I want someone else to see me in that role mm-hmm. and know that it can be done. Not just because I'm black, but because I actually also did things that I needed to do in order mm-hmm. to get to that role so right. just to let them know hey just because you're black doesn't mean you're going to get this opportunity you're also going to have to mm-hmm. work for it too right. and I feel like a lot of the things that I have gotten personally I, I'm not going to say like other mm-hmm. black people didn't work mm-hmm. for of course that's not true but like I busted my butt because mm-hmm. I'm black because right. I knew I needed to because I want to make sure that you know white people whoever mm-hmm. saw me and were like I, I'm doing more above and beyond what you're doing and Mm -hmm. i'm in a better position than you are Mm -hmm. you know so just to make that more emphasis you know like hey whatever you think about every other black person Mm -hmm. shut it down because this is this is how it really is you know and you know you you said this the experiences of black people are are varied from 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 different places and Mm -hmm. different cities in a sense, there's a universal experience. Yes. But there's so much. Sometimes there's such a different experience. Very. Like you, you and your friend in the store who mm-hmm. saw the same incident, and you have two two black people seeing mm-hmm. things differently. That's right. interesting. Mm-hmm. It probably it may speak to di- coming from your the attitudes you formed yes. from where you grew up in. I believe so. Exactly. Yes, exactly. and uh, and I'll speak to the situation too. We were mm-hmm. in a we were in a store, and I'm just minding my own business chilling she's walking and i guess her eyes are on the individual um and i she said oh they were following us and i was like Mm -hmm. oh they were she's like yeah you didn't see her i was like i i didn't because Mm -hmm. i was just so and i was 
we hadn't seen each other in a long time. I was so focused on building the relationship and just being in the store. Mm -hmm. And she turned and she said something to the, you know, the young lady. And I was like, I don't think that's what was happening. But that's my perspective. Mm -hmm. right. That's my perspective on the situation. Whereas she probably saw the situation as we were being followed to see if we weren't going to steal anything. Right. And so that, that thought doesn't even cross my mind mm -hmm. at, you know, at all. Now, do I go in a store and make sure that I'm doing certain things where I won't be perceived that way? Sure, right. but is it like prevalent always on my mind? Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I hope that. It helps because I, I saw a headline the other day mm -hmm. about, <clears throat> this headline says, Michael Jordan doesn't do anything for the black community. Mm -hmm. When I see that, I think, well, I'm not sure if that's true. It may or may not be true. Let's just say he, he, let's just say it is true that he doesn't do anything for mm -hmm. the black community. What would you say to the people in the black community who are looking for Michael Jordan to to help? Right. I would say in what ways, like dig deeper in that. In what ways do you mm -hmm. feel like he's not doing anything? What do you, mm -hmm. what is he not doing, and mm -hmm. what would you like him to start doing? Because just overall in his career, he's he's just just what he's done as an athlete mm -hmm. has paved the way for so many other you know black athletes to look at him and say hey I want to be like Michael Jordan so um, I think that's really important because he's done things now what is he actively doing I can't speak to that maybe he does need to do more for the black community in terms of you know scholarships or you know mm -hmm. whatever helping out but right. just he alone has Feel like he's done a lot you right. know just his story he's certainly an icon he's an he's an example and mm -hmm. anyone looking at him black or white can see that it's it's not only not it's not only possible it mm -hmm. he just he just set the standard for everyone right so i mean if nothing if nothing else being a visible example of someone who's who's black and who's achieved greatness that i would say that's a lot um yeah. there are more direct things but if you if you if you're in a if you're in a community, mm -hmm. if you're in the black community, mm -hmm. and things are tough and things are happening around you, and you don't see any opportunities, what is your advice for someone in the, in this situation mm -hmm. to to empower themselves to to overcome wh where they are? What is my advice for someone in a situation to overcome where they are? Um, I think they should know that there's more past what they're looking at mm -hmm. to kind of expand their vision, expand their horizon. Right. Um, and I think that's where we can come in as black individuals to communities to give hope mm -hmm. to people. Because I think oftentimes that they don't see it because someone's not there mm -hmm. being able to pour into people mm -hmm. and they actually see that there's a vision past gangs, past you know, violence, past drugs, there is a way to get out. Mm -hmm. And so I think we, as a, like a black community, just need to do more to reach the people who are way deep in there to show them like there's hope. Mm -hmm. For the person that's just there, um, I think it's just a, I don't want to say it's just a decision mm -hmm. because there are situations where just, you, that's just how the situation is. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone is surrounded by a certain thing and that's the only way they're going to bring in 
income and like you know drugs is the way to go hey like that's the direction they're gonna go because that's what they know that's mm -hmm. all they've been exposed to mm -hmm. um but i think that that individual ha has to come to the realization that i can do something more than this mm -hmm. i can do more than this this is not my only option i think right. when they understand that's not my only option what else can i do and then um you know how can i how can i do this mm -hmm. that i can get out of that's where things that's where change really begins to take right. place because there's so many it's crazy there's so many things in the united states where you just think how in the world did that person go from here mm -hmm. yeah. to there but they mm -hmm. just they were like i have an idea i don't know how i'm going to figure i do this but i'm going to try and you know mm -hmm. finagle figure something out and then mm -hmm. they just they go with it so i think there's a lot of knowledge out mm -hmm. there that um you know seeking you'll find right, so just right. you know be ever seeking of what's that knowledge where i can get out of where i'm at how can i get mm -hmm. out you know exactly that's yeah. a great that's that's great advice now i know that you're pretty young but yeah. you've been you've been you've been really focused on on success you, mm -hmm. you sound like a driven driven person so even though you're out in the world you're really I get a sense that you're laser focused on what you're doing, accomplishing those next things. But with let's going back into the state of America, mm -hmm. how America's doing. You know, are you concerned about mm -hmm. all of the things that are going on, not just socially but politically? Because it we it feels like this country is really pulling apart in a direction, and that it's never been in. Yeah. You know, and we talked about we talked about the values thing, mm -hmm. but are you concerned? D mm -hmm. Does this alarm you at all? Yeah, I'm very concerned because there are certain things that are just happening all at one time that we've mm -hmm. never seen happen mm -hmm. all at a given time, and it's just this weird turn of events where it's just a domino effect where this mm -hmm. happens and this happens and then um, a decision is made and then it's like oh wait that's not we didn't think it was gonna turn out or pan out that way so um i'd say if it's not broke don't it don't fix it mm -hmm. like not saying that there's not things in america that are not broken mm -hmm. that you know oh we should mess with that definitely there should be some reform in different mm -hmm. areas but um on certain things you know don't try to change the structure of things that have worked and benefited us for so long um and try to come in and change them that are just inherent to the, like the fundamentals of like america and the constitution and, and things like that it's like if we try to move things around to make things what we what we think is better i'm pretty sure like the founding fathers had a good idea of like hey this is what's worked we try to change it, we might, you know, hmm. upset the balance a little bit. And I think that's exactly. what we're doing right now is that, you know, we had, you know, all the stimulus checks go out and this do that. And that's great, but like we got high inflation and the hmm. gas prices are up. And now all these things are dependent on different variables, but hmm. it's just all at once. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, there's a lot of stuff happening all at once where I'm like, I don't really like where <laughs> things are going. That's my concern. That's my biggest concern because mm -hmm. I, I'm, I, I, I've lived for longer and I've seen things happen progressively. Things kind of build up, s starting with 9-11, mm -hmm. 
But after 9-11, and that, and that, was, that was a while ago now, mm-hmm. things started to come on a high level very close together, and it is alarming. And I will say that we talked about the values and the way the country was before, you know, the, the Constitution laying out these fundamental ways to go. And, and us really, as a country, benefiting from these values. Mm-hmm. All of these social movements have, having to, have to do, to me, about mm-hmm. righting wrongs from the past. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. About really getting equality and not mm-hmm. waiting on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, me Too movement. You, you've got a history of, of, of violation of a lot of women in the country. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was very, it was very one-sided before. Now it seems like it, it swung to, to the other the other direction. Mm-hmm. With all of these social things, even though the country seems divided and we're ripped apart, is it a necessary thing that has to happen? Do you feel like that? I would say these social movements wouldn't be happening if they didn't feel that there was a problem occurring. Mm-hmm. And I think it really goes back to the family unit mm-hmm. and what are the fundamental values that you're teaching your children? Because ultimately mm-hmm. these movements are happening because People are growing up, they're growing up with these certain values that they believe that are actually hurting people, you know, like the Me Too movement with men not actually valuing women. That's what it comes down to. They're not valuing women and who they are, and they're destroying them in the process. And then you have um, individuals who, you know, don't think black lives matter or don't see a problem going on in America Mm -hmm. and things like that. So I think if we really, you know, come down to the issues because we're not teaching in the home, we're not teaching in the values to our children of, hey, this is what's important. This is what's right. This is how you value a woman. And I think when we get off the social media, when we get off of everything that's going on in the Internet and we really hone in on our boys and our girls and our families and we start to we start to say, hey, this is what we value and this is what we believe and this is how you need to treat people. I'm not going to say there wouldn't be a need for those movements, but I didn't I don't think it would be such right. a, a pressure. Of, mm-hmm. Now it's more of a it's it's built up pressure where it's now it's being released because over time we haven't instilled values in our children to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. this is what's right." right. And now they're just kind of doing whatever and this that's the re- I think that's right. the result of you know, right. doing whatever. So you think that the, the, these movements are a response to something that happened in the past and it's just now sort of coming oh, out? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is just pent up anger, mm-hmm. frustration of, I, this happened to me and it's just being pushed under the rug, mm-hmm. you know, or I had the situation happen and this person's not acknowledging that I was hurt mm-hmm. and, or, or that person's got hurt and they're not able to deal with that hurt because mm-hmm. you know there's not resources to help them deal with that right. so um like i said i really think it just comes down to the family unit and making mm-hmm. sure that you know us as a whole as americans as parents mm-hmm. i'm not a parent yet but um mm-hmm. as a parent just really making sure that not just assuming that your kids know what's right and wrong mm-hmm. assuming they know what your values are, but sitting down together as a family and saying, hey, this is actually what we value. This is why we do this. This is why we treat women that way. And then Mm -hmm. being the example in the home as well, being an example out to people, you know, things a family could do if they see an individual and 
they know this is happening in the world just being kind yeah. being good you know yeah do you think these values it sounds like these are this this values these these it, it, it sounds like you're talking speaking of Christianity maybe I'm not maybe mm -hmm. I'm maybe I'm just making it that but mm -hmm. but is that what you mean or or no uh, right well mm -hmm. no I think that it's not just Christian values I think mm -hmm. that spans as a whole mm -hmm. you know what it means to value a woman what it mm -hmm. means to value a life and even as women what it mm -hmm. how we can regard men in our society too I think that surpasses any sort of mm -hmm. um, religion I think that's just how we should operate as human mm -hmm. beings whether you be you know Christian right. or um, Jewish now of course you know there's different aspects of each religion that have right. how they value things mm -hmm. but I think is like I said as a whole there needs to be a standard of mm -hmm. you know this is how we treat women this is how we treat men even children this mm -hmm. is how we regard children in our society the family union I think um, like I said it surpasses anything with mm -hmm. religion it's like no this is who we are as americans this mm -hmm. is who we are in the united states this is what we don't do this is what we you know do do because it separates mm -hmm. us from every there's certain things here in mm -hmm. the u.s that separate us from you know different co countries good and bad but mm -hmm. more i think good because there's certain things we're like no we don't do that right <laughs> you right. know we don't do that over here exactly mm -hmm. so this thing that we're both worried about all of these things happening at once, this this turmoil mm -hmm. feels like the country is divided. I get a sense that other people feel that way too, and it's mm -hmm. creating a, a like a climate in America. We had an election where mm -hmm. we had a president who 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 claimed that there was fraud, mm -hmm. and there has been disputes in the past about election results, but not to this extent. Now we have a president here who was finally accepted as the president who is also sort of uh, receiving a lot of flack and pushback from from the other political party to the extent that we had a riot at the capitol mm -hmm. how are we going to go from that right. something we've never experienced almost in our history since forming how are we going to go from that it, what is the positive way forward from that man that's a that's a hard question mm -hmm. and i've I've always told people, if I don't know the answer, I can't comment. <laughs> I am always okay with yeah. saying, you yeah. know what, I really don't know. Because mm -hmm. the riots that happened during COVID, the, we just thought we had seen it all. Mm -hmm. And then the election comes, it was like, whoa, that's new. <laughs> yes. yeah. Never yeah. seen, never thought that would happen. Just, just almost to an extent, so like that happens in other countries, but that didn't happen in America. Yes. Um, so to see that happen here, you just think, I honestly, I don't know other than, uh, like what I said earlier, mm -hmm. do you want to be right or do you want to be unified? Right. And you may not agree with what the other person has to say, but mm -hmm. in order for, you know, the vision to mm -hmm. get carried out, you, we do need to be unified. And yes. I think the last time that we, Americans were like really unified, um, together was you know when 9-11 happened because yes. there was an attack on our country We've mm -hmm. never seen that before so right. it's kind of like when something happens and your mm -hmm. a person dies and your family and everybody's spread out and everybody yes. comes together it's yes. like this is actually what's 
important. Yes. Not all this other stuff that we think is yeah. going on. And I think that mm-hmm. if there's some way that we can just get unified and on the mm-hmm. same page, that is, I guess that would be my answer. Yes, I don't, yes. How we can do that, how we can go about doing that, I don't know what that right, would look like. Right, right. But I think there needs to be more unity instead of division, you know, yes. if someone is not vaccinated or not yes. vaccinated or uh, or vaccinated or doesn't have a mask or does have a mask or mm-hmm. does believe in this that doesn't believe in this like i still love you i may not agree with you right. but i st- what can we do to make sure this vision gets accomplished and that we get done that we, what we need to get done how can yes. we what do we need to do to move forward in that mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of being so at each other's throats all the time because ultimately you can't get anything done when you right, know, you're at each other's throats. So <laughs> it is so true, and I love that you said that because a lot of people, they'll give you an answer, and the best answer is it, the that's the greatest answer I've ever heard. I don't know. That's the best answer because yeah. it is so complicated, so complex, and so you, many variables. So many variables. Exactly. It's a moving. It's moving all the time, and it's mm-hmm. hard to get get a beat on it. Right. So, what is your it? What is your you're an outside sales rep? You're very successful, and you found you found something that you really love to do, mm-hmm. and you're really doing it. Which is not everybody can say that they're doing something they yeah. really love to do. And I know you're tired because it's a lot of work, but the but the payoff is so big. Oh yeah. What is your ultimate like? If you could go ahead and and just tell me what your your ultimate goal is like to yeah. to be to do. So uh, I struggled with this for a while because. Um, before I really got into sales and really enjoyed it, I struggled with wanting, to, like, what do I like really want to do? And mm-hmm. I think oftentimes it's uh, from the time we're like in high school, it's like, you know, what do you want your career path to be? What, how do you? Yes. But that ultimately doesn't fulfill you as mm-hmm. a person. And if we could say, oh, what fulfills me? It's like, oh, well, like painting. Well, like that's not really gonna like pay mm-hmm. you. unless you can make it into something that will not that it won't for the artists out there but um i really had to think about what do i want to be and i kept thinking it had to be a career that Mm -hmm. i was like super passionate about Mm -hmm. and then i really thought about it and this may relate to some people this may not but i was like you know what ultimately i just want to be a really good wife mm-hmm. and a really good mom. Wow! And that's if I have a you know yeah. a career in sales and like that's wow. great, but to the all like to the extent, uh-huh. I want to be the one that imparts my values uh-huh. into my children. I want to uh-huh. be the main influence in their lives, and I want to be you know um, someone that you know really supports yeah. their spouse. And I think that. Like, going back to the family again, like, I think that there's a lot of people out there that suck. It's like, was your, did you have, like, a good mom? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Or did you just choose to not be a great person? Yes. You yes. know, yes. so there's, like, two aspects of that. So, mm-hmm. um, and, of course, kids are going to do their own thing. But mm-hmm. I want to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. for my future kids and my future spouse. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, if I can be a really good mom and a really good mm-hmm. wife, I'm like, I feel like I've made it because mm-hmm. i've taught a person how to be a good friend a mm-hmm. good spouse a good sister a good cousin aunt whatever mm-hmm. like i i did that yeah. with that human being so yeah. do i want to be awesome and impact you know people through sales and things like that absolutely but 
at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if I can lay down on my bed, I was like, I was a great mom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can I can rock with that. Yes, yes. <laughs> you are a great combination of interesting things. <laughs> as passionate and driven as you are, you're also practical. Yeah. And you have a great foundation. And as much as you think career-wise, you also think... Be, uh, being a mother, which is a mother and a wife, I mean, which is what, what, which is really great for a family unit. Unit, mm-hmm. I mean, really great, a great yeah. balance. Yeah, Wonderful and I think balance. in my career, there's mm-hmm. so many things I get to do in my career that are helping yeah. me develop my character and become uh-huh. such, a, right. I don't want to say such a great person, mm-hmm. but uh, a person to where I can <laughs> <laughs> take those values and yeah. serve my children or. Right. You know, serve my husband, and that's not right. just the only thing I want to do. But in yeah. that, there's so many avenues of mm-hmm. what I will get to do. You know, even mm-hmm. later if I'm as a mom and just doing things with the kids and yeah. you know, things like that. So, yeah, just impacting other people. I think, believe I can can do that. So. There's a lot of children. Um, there's a lot of children, young, who are need direction. They're experiencing a lot of pain. They they have nowhere to go. And I just know that the mother you're going to be and the wife you're going to be is, 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 is really what they need because a lot of people born with really natural talent who never reached that ability or who, who sort of like find their way to, to drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's a choice, but it's not a choice because it's, 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 a, it's something that relieves a lot of pain from childhood. They, this is what they, they need the, a mother who's going to, in, uh, to, to give them a pat on the back, to give them the direction, but to keep them in line, but, but also to encourage them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and those dreams will be fulfilled if they had that kind of mother. That, that's right. what they need. So it's, it is wonderful to hear that you're, you're going to be that kind of mother and wife. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. I really appreciate this. Thank you for coming in and sure. good luck to you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>